Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Pop Anime Comics Lounge, where I have with me professional wrestler Lindsay Snow, who has wrestled for Shine, Full Throttle, Pro Wrestling, Orlando City Wrestling, and Girl Fight, to name a few. So thank you for being on the podcast. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Now, I am stoked to be interviewing you because your path into wrestling is slightly different from other wrestlers as you got into wrestling a little bit later. What initially drew you into this industry? I've always been a fan, but it wasn't until I I started fighting in jiu-jitsu tournaments that I really pursued my dream of being a pro wrestler. And now, obviously, jiu-jitsu, it's an actual fighting sport, and it tends to be adrenaline-driven. There's toughness elements to it, a lot of practice. What got you into that? I got into jiu-jitsu, also starting off being a fan. I grew up watching Pride, Fedor, those guys. They played a big role in inspiring me to want to learn submission grappling. And not only just jiu-jitsu, but definitely sambo, catch wrestling. Catch wrestling definitely stole my heart. I started off as a fan, and then I got an opportunity when I moved down to Tampa a few years ago to start training on a regular basis. And probably about a month after I started training, I started competing, which is kind of unheard of. A lot of people, they want to get their feet wet before they start jumping into the fire, but not me. I was like, I've wasted too much time. I need to go ahead and jumpstart my grappling career. Because, you know, as you mentioned, I got started a little bit late in life. And so now you're doing jujitsu, grappling, a little bit of wrestling. How'd you go from that into pro wrestling? And what was the impetus to really kind of make you shift your focus a little bit? Well, I started doing shows, doing pro wrestling shows. Nothing can compare to being in the middle of that ring. Nothing can compare to that. And as soon as I had my first show, I was like, this is what I was made to do. This is what I was put on this earth to do. And I guess you could say I was was very blessed to meet a lot of really amazing people. My first trainer is Jay Lethal, and he's an amazing human being, so talented. And then I had the really awesome opportunity to meet Shannon Moore, and it was probably like my second show ever. And he took a liking to me. He liked my style. He liked how I looked. He liked my fighting style. He approached me and asked me if I would be interested in doing anything with him, like a tag partner. And I was so blown away by that that immediately, you know, without thinking, yes, I would love to do stuff with you. I think that the way that we both look, it complements each other. And I knew that he would guide me in the right direction and help me out further. And then we start doing this tag team wrestling and people started responding to it. And I've been very, very lucky. And now there's a lot to unpack there. So I think I want to start a little bit with Jay Lethal. What is his training like both physically and psychologically? As those are two aspects of wrestling. And how is that broken down for you? Well, Jay, he definitely taught me the basics. He molded me from, you know, a lump of clay and helped really teach me the fundamentals of wrestling. And as far as the physicality parts of it, I was already in pretty good physical shape just because of the jiu-jitsu background and then catch wrestling as well. So I was already in a good cardio shape, but I just needed to be molded a little bit more and learn how to actually work. So Jay helped me a ton with that. And then it comes into character development and everything like that that which is what Shannon has really really helped me immensely with and now I want to dive into a bit of your career and I think we're going to get to some of the Shannon Moore stuff and we'll talk about him in a positive way that is in case he's listening at some (laughs) point please don't hurt me (laughs) 
<laughs> so now your career really began in May of 2016 with Ring Warriors. How did you initially find this promotion? I was approached actually by Scoot Andrews and he knew that I had been training with Jay and he wanted to see what I had to offer the pro wrestling world. And I'm so thankful for him for giving me my first shot. It was a tag match. There's five girls in the ring, but it ended up being a really fun time. And I'm so thankful for Scoot and that opportunity because it really helped open my eyes what I really love to do. And being that this is your first match, you were with two other women on one side facing two other women on the other. It was a handicap match. How did that make you feel going into it that you kind of had maybe the advantage in the numbers game? It was definitely nerve-wracking because it's my first match ever. And I have all my friends are in the back. They're giving me all this advice and stuff. And it was a lot. My nerves were shot. And I had never been that nervous before I had to do anything. <laughs> but I felt like I was in a really good spot because we had all these different girls in the ring and something were to happen. At least I had them to help me out. And what did you feel after this match, being that it was your first one? I was just glad it was over. I think that I was so up on adrenaline that I couldn't even form words at the end of it. I was so happy to have made it through and not have any crazy things happen that tend to happen in wrestling matches, especially with women. There's been a lot of crazy stuff that happens in girls' matches that I've come to find out. But luckily, no wardrobe malfunctions happened. Everybody was safe at the end of it, and we all lived to fight another day. So I felt really good about it, especially it being my first match. And now, following this match, you continued to obviously wrestle, and you got the opportunity to face another person that Jay Lethal trained, Brandy Lauren, in Go Wrestling. What was it like going right. up a fellow Jay Lethal trainee, for lack of a better word? It was another match that I was ready to get in there and show what I had to put out there, for lack of a better phrasing. I'm so much different than a lot of these girl wrestlers that are coming up. You got Brandy Lauren, just absolutely absolute beautiful person she's skinny tall beautiful she's got everything and then she's got her wrestling on top of that but just on looks alone we look like day and night compared and she's also got the height advantage on me as well so I felt pretty comfortable because we had trained together before and I kind of knew where she would be coming from so I was a little bit prepared to wrestle her but at the same time I felt like it was a really cool match to have just because of how different we both look and how do you feel that the match played out between the two of you considering that you're opposites to some degree i feel like it ended well but how we got to the ending i don't even know i'm just happy that we were safe and we were taught well we definitely took care of each other and i love wrestling brandy i feel like she's definitely one of my favorite people to wrestle because did come up together and we have had some pretty knockdown drag out brawls i don't know if you got to see the brain buster and full throttle mashup but 
but I feel like that match was definitely one of our better ones. It was two out of three pinfalls. We're going to talk about it. We're going through this chronologically. <laughs> you two have had quite a battle with each other, but before we get into the war between the two of you, I want to touch upon some of the steam that brought up to that and some of your earlier matches leading all the way up. And one of those was in Pro Wrestling 2.0 with the women's title Battle Royale, where you were in the ring mm-hmm. with Santana Garrett, Raquel, Sue Young, The Undead Bride, Chelsea Green, which a lot of people are going to recognize those four women and their names. What was it like for you being so new to be in the ring with these ladies, considering A, what they've done since then and what they've done before then? You know, it was definitely an honor to share the ring with those ladies. I don't know if you mentioned Jamie Jameson, but she was awesome. Just to have all this knowledge spread between these women in the same room, it was just a really good experience. And like I said, I'm honored to share the ring with some women that have done some pretty amazing things in their careers. Man, they're just killing it. And this was your first Battle Royale, so what was that experience like in of itself? It was a lot to take in because you have all these women with all of their abilities and you want to make sure that you make everybody look just phenomenal, too. So it was definitely a hard task, but I was definitely up for it. I love the opportunity to be able to soak up some knowledge from some women that have been places that I want to be. And later this year in September, you and Aria Blake teamed up against Aspen Rose and Brandy Lawrence. Lauren in American Combat Wrestling. How did you form this team and what was it like to continue to wrestle against Brandy up to this point? So, I'm not sure if y'all know this or not, but Aria Blake and Aspen Rose were also trained by Jay Lethal. And when Aria approached me about being her tag partner, I was floored because I just thought it would be really cool to be a tag partner with her and then also wrestle Brandy again in a tag match because this is our first tag match. So it was really cool just to be in there with three other lethal ladies that were all graduates from Jay's school. So it was a pretty cool experience to be able to show Jay to all four of us. And I thought that that was a really cool thing to be able to show everybody how awesome of a teacher he was. And we're going to talk a lot about Brandy Lauren. I think you've had like at least 15 <laughs> matches. So now you faced her again in Girl Fight and Full Throttle Pro Wrestling, both singles and tag team action. What are the challenges of facing the same person over and over again in a variety of matches for you? weird because they prepare themselves for each fight so not only had i known okay well she does this 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 and this but now for every fight that we have she's starting to up her game and i'm doing the same as well i'm getting more focused on everything and i'm trying to add more moves to my skill set so that i can beat her that definitely weighs on you because you've already fought this person before so what can you do to make it different so that it's not beating the same thing to everybody over and over again? Because even if you're eating steak, you don't want to eat steak every day. And now, since the two of you faced each other so frequently during this year, what did you learn from being in the ring with her? I've learned that she's definitely a capable competitor. She's able to grow and to improve, which speaks volumes on her character. Anybody that is able to go back and learn from their matches that they have, that's really difficult because people want to stay doing the same stuff over and over and over again. But then you have competitors that take their stuff to the next level and they improve with every match. 
And that's the one thing that I will say that Brandy Lauren has done. Every match I see more improvement from her, and I see a tougher competitor. And now, to shift gears slightly, and I'm sure we're going to work our way back to Brandy Lauren all throughout this interview, but by the mm-hmm. end of 2016, you got to wrestle some big names on the indie scene, including Santana Garrett and Raquel in a tag team match, and not having to share them in a battle royale. What was that like for you to have that opportunity to have them in a more intimate setting in the ring? That match was so much fun. It was at best, and I tell you what, Santana, I feel like being able to share the ring with her in a more close-off setting, doing this tag match with her and Raquel against me and Aria, I think that it helped me elevate my skills because I had never faced a competitor that had had that much experience in the ring. And so I definitely had to pull out some stuff that I hadn't used before, and I had to dig deep in my arsenal, and it was an honor for sure. And the other big match that you had was at Shine with Kira Hogan. What was that match like for you? That chick, she is so talented. And I see a lot of really big things coming up for her in the future. But facing her at Shine, that was something that I didn't know that that was even going to happen, honestly. But I met her probably like a month or two prior. I had a match in Georgia. And she was actually in the match. But it wasn't like a tag match or anything. It was just a fatal four-way between me, her, this lady named America, and Priscilla Kelly. That match, I got to kind of preview Kira. And I got to see some of what she's capable of but it was a complete surprise to me whenever I came to shine and found out that I was fighting her so it was definitely a surprise but I feel like she's just definitely one of those girls she was underrated at the time and I feel like now she's starting to get up there and get a little bit of notoriety and whatnot and she was definitely a formidable opponent and now these three women are definitely extremely talented what did you as a wrestler learn from them by being in the ring with them I learned that just because girls are small and cute and sweet doesn't mean that they can't just turn around and take your hat off. And now, what we mentioned up at the top of this interview is that you kicked off your 2017 in an interesting way where you teamed up with Shannon Moore against Angel Rose and Max Stardom. What was it like, A, being around Shannon Moore, teaming up with Shannon Moore, and how do you two mesh and gel? I absolutely love being his tag partner. I've learned so much from being in the ring with him. This first match that we had was our first tag match together and he was such an excellent person to be there because I felt comfortable enough to execute some stuff that we hadn't practiced too terribly much but because of Shannon being who he is and having the attitude that he did it definitely helped me be more at ease. And now, during this year, you and Shannon Moore, along with the Moz, formed up Gas Chamber Wrecking Crew to face Ari Blake, Chico Adams, and Rob Terry. How did this match come about? At Full Throttle, it's unorthodox promotion where you see a lot of stuff that you wouldn't see normally in normal promotions. They definitely like to push the envelope, and a little bit had to do with me and Shannon. I told them that I wanted to fight men. I didn't care who stepped in that ring with me because I wanted to show how amazing jiu-jitsu and catch wrestling are. And it doesn't matter the size of your opponent. It doesn't matter how big or how strong they think they are. If you have the right leverage on them, anything can get submitted. 
And what was it like to be with these two men? And what was it like to square off against these three other people? Me and Shannon, we just get along so well together. It just blows. But to be standing across the ring from Rob Perry and then flying armbar him, that was pretty awesome. I'm not going to lie and say it wasn't that awesome because it was. It was phenomenal for me. It was a huge part of my career that I definitely will never, ever forget. It meant a lot to me personally because I was getting treated like how I wanted to be treated. Nobody was treating me like I was some girl that couldn't do any. They were giving me huge shots, and a lot of guys, they wouldn't have taken that opportunity. To go off of that, Rob Terry is a very big man for men, let alone a woman. And I say that in all due respect, so going up against him and having the ability to armbar him, how do you feel that played out with the crowd? The crowd gave a huge response to that, and I can never be more grateful. I can never tell Rob thank you enough for even stepping in the ring with me that day, but then to treat me as an equal, that really resonated with me. I talk about honor a lot, but that was a huge honor, so much respect. And how do you feel that this match ultimately played out, considering it kind of ended in an interesting way where it was a double countout? That match got to show how we don't really play by the rules, I guess you could say. We're a little bit more dangerous. We have a little bit more of an edge to us. We're not necessarily bad guys, but we're not necessarily good guys either. And then this year was a little bit busy for you because following this match in March, you and Ari Blake sell your differences and shine. So what was it like facing her for the first time one-on-one? I knew that she was going to cheat. I knew she was going to try to do something dirty because, honestly, if I was her, I would have to just because of my training background. But if you got to cheat to win, I guess you got to do whatever it takes. And now this is the fun stuff we get to talk about because towards the end of the month, you had double wrestling duty with Orlando City Wrestling with their tag team gauntlet match where you were part of Gas Chamber Wrecking Crew again. We teamed up with the Maz, and it was a gauntlet match. What was the story behind this match, and what was this like for you going into this? It wasn't supposed to be a gauntlet. It was supposed to be a battle royal, but timing and everything was of the essence. We ended up all being in the ring at the same time to start the match, and it was just buck wild, honestly. I was not prepared for that, but I knew what I had to And I knew that my job was to submit as many girls as I could and just make anybody who came near me tap. That also came with angering Sue Young. She took it out on me a little bit. She broke a kendo stick on my back that night. She wasn't too happy to not be the full throttle woman's champion. But with every crown comes the guillotine. So the kendo stick was my guillotine that night. And obviously this was your first title that you won, the FTPW ladies title. What did that mean for you? That meant so much to me. Not only was I a champion of this company, but I also beat Sue Young. And to be in a position where you're the only person in the ring after all of these women have been eliminated and you're left with this person that has all of these accolades and accomplishments under their belt. And it's like, man, opportunity is staring me right dead in the face. I knew that I had to just show what I'm made of. And to be crowned the champion that night, that was the best feeling in the world. 
And now, since you've been champion, you've had a few title defenses, one of them being against Arya, and the other being against Brandy Lauren, which was a two out of three falls match. How do you feel that both of these matches played out? The one against Brandy Lauren, that is probably one of our best matches I could ever think of, just because how she really evolved to become a better competitor just to face me, I felt really good about that. I was kind of taken back that she would do so much to try to make herself better so that she could have a better shot at that title. It meant a lot to me that she stepped it up as a competitor, and Arya did the same. She definitely went back to the drawing board and threw some stuff at me that she had never used before. So I feel like it's pretty cool that I get to face these people and they evolve, but I want best out of my opponents. I want to see what they're capable of. I want to see the very best that they have to offer. And not only does that help put on for a better show but i feel like it's just more entertaining for the fans to watch and as a champion do you find it easier to defend your title or do you find it harder to chase a title i feel like anybody can go and catch somebody on a bad day and take their title but to remain a fighting champion that speaks on your character more than anything because you have to go in there and you have to be prepared you have to understand that people are trying to take what's yours and you have to be better I feel like definitely once you're already champion you have a much harder job and while these title defenses were going on you also wrestled several other women in several different promotions including amanda caroline rodriguez and shine camelia kane Alyssa sky dynamite Didi, holly Liane, red velvet roxy rogue and platinum pro wrestling what was it like facing all these women in these promotions i should say with every fight comes its own trials and tribulations so everything's a challenge you're not always going to be handed something that's easy as butter you know and now being that you were the fwpw's champion how did that affect you in other promotions while you were wrestling these women i feel like because i was already champion at one promotion it gave other promoters a want to have me on their show it gave me a lot of opportunities for things that i never would have imagined and now i just want to clarify that i don't think that you wrestling in platinum bro wrestling affects you in ocw or ftpw but going into that do do you feel that there was an extra pressure given that even though you're not wrestling for that promotion that night, you're still a representation of what they are? Yeah, of course. I'm still a representative of the company that I hold the title of. So I have to go in there and I have to show people. But honestly, as soon as I show up in a locker room, people know what I'm about. People know that I fight. They know that I do mission-only tournaments. So whenever I show up places, people already have an image of me in their head and no matter how much I smile no matter how much I laugh or how many jokes I tell people are still scared of me and now I want to jump into 2018 a little bit where you've only had a few matches in 2018 but one of the big things that happened was your rivalry with Allie Rex how has this unfolded Allie is a super tough competitor I don't think that she was really ready for every side of me she definitely wasn't expecting when i have that chair neither was the rest we're missing something here i think we need to backtrack oh, a little bit we got to set the table here so the two of you had a title match 
We had a title match. Camilla Kane actually stuck her nose in where it didn't belong. And while I was trying to get rid of Camilla Kane from our match because she really had no business being in there, I ejected her from the ring. And whenever I ejected her, I guess Allie tried to capitalize on my off balance from throwing that bitch out the fucking ring. She just capitalized on me being off balance after I threw Camilla out. And I let her get the best of me that round. But it set us up for a rematch. That's where we are right now. And obviously that rematch, you were rather upset. And you might have done something that was a little bit violent. I was still wearing a little bit of resentment. For one, having to be put in a match with Camilla Kane where she didn't really need to be in it in the first place. I felt like Allie kind of brought up a little bit of a bad side of me. And what did you do? I hit her with a chair. <laughs> You know, she wasn't ready to give up, so I decided to take things into my own hands, and I found a chair, and I ended her. And now, what can people expect next between the two of you? Because clearly this isn't over. Yeah, this is far from over, and if you're out there listening, watch yourself. And now I think that encompasses at least the part of 2018 that I want to talk And I know that (laughs) I missed some of your matches, and if I missed anything significant, I'm sure you'll fill in the blanks. But I am extremely curious as to what advice you have for people who want to get into wrestling, considering that you are still very new and you might be one of the closest people who is still green in that area and went through training fairly recently. My biggest piece of advice is don't give up. If you get injured, heal. Focus on healing yourself. Don't put yourself in more danger by continuing to compete. If you're hurt, take time off because... If you're hurt and you continue to compete, not only are you putting yourself at risk, but you're also being really selfish because you're not giving somebody else that opportunity to be in a match that you're taking whenever you can give someone that's 100%. Another thing that I really instill in people is you got to take care of your body. I run into so many people that they expect to be pro wrestlers, but they don't go to the gym. They don't eat right. They don't take care of themselves. It's not something that somebody else can do for you. You gotta stay focused. You gotta do the things that are necessary for you to succeed. I wouldn't have got a WWE tryout if I didn't take myself serious, if I didn't watch what I ate, if I didn't go to the gym every day. Let's talk about that for a second. You got a WWE tryout. How did that come about? Because I think that's something that people want to know, and that really fits into the advice where, and I don't think anybody's going to mind me saying this, WWE is arguably one of the top companies, if not the top company to wrestle in right now. So what was that like for you? I completely agree. WWE is the top. They have been for a really long time, and nobody's going to argue with you on that. That is the end-all, be-all for a lot of people, but... That opportunity and that experience is the hardest thing that I've ever put my body through. It was so difficult. That's another reason why I definitely say you got to treat your body right because the call comes and you get an email saying, hey, we need you to come to the performance center because you have a tryout. And after you stop squealing and screaming like a little girl, it boils down to, hey, are you ready for this? Because it is a giant step in your career and not only do you have to make sure that you're prepared physically but it is mentally arduous it's a very hard journey to go on only three days but still the hardest three days of my life hands down 
And now to back off a little bit from that, and I want to give you an opportunity to kind of sell yourself a little bit. What can fans expect from you? You can definitely expect to see a more updated look from me. I'm constantly evolving my character. I'm constantly evolving my moves. Every chance that I get, I'm making myself better. So you can definitely expect to see more hard-hitting, more power moves, better gear, better look the whole nine yards. And then finally, I think this is one of the best places to end with the WWE. I'm not saying you're going to be there, possibly, eventually, hopefully. But I would like to give you an opportunity to promote yourself, Facebook, Instagram, website, Twitter. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Kaiju Power, K-A-I-J-U-P-O-W-E-R, because I am the American Kaiju. Facebook? I do have a wrestling page, the American Kaiju, Lindsay Snow. I also have a tattoo page where you can find me and like it. And do you have a Pro Wrestling Tees? I do. You can search me on Pro Wrestling Tees, Lindsay Snow. And I have two shirts up there right now. I'm getting ready to release a third shirt here soon. And just so people have an idea, obviously wrestling bookings come in, out, things change all the time. But what are some promotions that you typically wrestle in, just so people can be on the lookout? Typically, you can find me at AWE once a month. I'm a staple there right now with Shannon. And I will be fighting in mid-July at OSF for Rodney Norris. That's North Carolina promotion. And, you know, you can always find me on Instagram or at the shop. Shannon and I own a tattoo shop up in North Carolina called Gas Chamber Tattoo. It goes hand in hand with our tag team name, Gas Chamber Wrecking Crew. As always, thank you for listening to this week's episode of the podcast. And we can be found on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitch Radio, and anywhere else where you listen to your podcasts. And while you wait for next week's episode, you can definitely check us out at popanimecomics.com for articles relating to anime, comics, and pop culture, as well as give us a follow on Twitter at popanimecomics. Like our Facebook page, that is popanimecomics. Check us out on Instagram, that is popanimecomics, as well as we do have a Pro Wrestling t-shirt shop where you can purchase an awesome t-shirt. It is an elf, which is my logo, holding a steel chair, and she is ready to rumble. So definitely check that out. All you gotta do is type in Pop Anime Comics on ProWrestlingTees.com, and you can purchase your very own shirt. And until next week, everybody, have a wonderful week.